0: Hey everyone, welcome to the For The Win podcast. I'm Hamil Javeri, writer and editor at For The Win, along with Stephen Ruiz and Evan Thorpe. Hi.
1: I got a da 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 da. I'm special. I know, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you got... It's Stephen.
0: Also in the room with us is our producer, Claire. Um,
1: no da 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 da?
0: No da 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 for her.
1: I'm really special.
0: All right. All right. Before we get started on today's show, I do want to take a minute and shout out uh, some of the other great sports podcasts that we have on the network. If you are looking for another sports podcast that's outside the box, we have got you covered. Into MMA, the MMA Junkie Radio podcast is a must listen. If golf is your thing, check out the Forward Press podcast. Both of these great podcasts are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and other popular podcasting apps. As a matter of fact, to see all the USA Today Network podcasts, including ones from the NFL and NBA teams, go to podcast.usatoday.com. Yeah, we're very happy that we have so many other friends in the mix for where you can get podcasts and how you can listen to them. But for our purposes on today's show, some of the things that we are going to be hitting. We are going to get into Andrew Luck retiring, of course, which is a thing that needs to be talked about. We've got our fake beef of the week, the beef that almost was with Kobe and Shaq. And we're going to hit up the Joker trailer in our Not Sports But Whatever segment. All right. Let's start with Andrew Luck. Uh, Stephen, I'm going to hand it off to you as our official head NFL writer.
2: Uh, Andrew Loc- Luck is soft.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. That's He's a millennial.
2: He's a millennial that doesn't want to work hard. No, like, it was shocking that he is retiring. But, like, after you, like, consider it, it's not shocking at all. Given what he's been through over the last couple of years, like, he's been hurt. Every year for, like, the last four or five years, I think. Mm -hmm. And he's tired of it. He said it sucked his enjoyment out of the game. I mean, that makes sense. Like, you're not going to have fun just, like, rehabbing constantly. Like, he never, he hasn't been healthy since probably, like, his rookie or sophomore year. So, I mean, after a while, you just got to give it up.
0: Yeah, so a couple of things to the Andrew Luck story, which broke last Weekend, I think it was a Saturday night. Saturday night, yeah. So it broke Saturday night, and there's a lot of different layers to this that I want to get into. One, which is just what Stephen mentioned that he's retiring, um, and uh, the reasons why it makes sense, but also the way in which the story broke because he was not really allowed to do it on his own terms, it was leaked to the press. Um, Adam Schefter tweeted it out. And then he was kind of forced to, you know, uh, there was like a hasty press conference. So there's that. And then I want to talk about fan reaction to it. And I want to talk about some of these uh, out of whack perspectives. Um, And then I also want to talk about what I think is actually related to it is uh, Gronk's comments a little bit after Andrew Luck retired. So let's get into how the news broke. Uh, Saturday night, uh, like late night Twitter, you right?
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, for me, I was watching the Miami Florida game, and I'm making dinner, and I get like breaking. Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck retires. I'm like,
0: what? Yeah, and I'm
1: like, he can't retire. But like instantly, I was like, it's not like this isn't the impossible. Like I never thought I'd see this. I'm like, well, Gronk just retired early. Like I wouldn't be surprised if this becomes more popular in the NFL. And you think mm-hmm. about. His body, mm-hmm. the injuries, mm-hmm. like do couldn't play a full season of what, six or eight seasons?
0: So he had six years, right? Twenty yeah. twelve?
2: He missed like two missed significant time only in two of the years. It was but it was two in a row and he had a lacerated kidney for in one of the seasons, and that wasn't even like the injury that kept him out. It was a shoulder injury.
1: But it was always something wrong with Andrew mm-hmm. Luck.
2: Right, because he was hit a lot. Like he was the most hit quarterback in the NFL. Part of that was how poorly the team was built around him. Part of it was just how he plays. Like he's known for like holding onto the ball a long time and Mm -hmm. waiting for people to get open. I like talked to him about that when I interviewed him before I think the twenty fifteen season. And he had mentioned how he needs to work on that. Like everyone blames the offensive line, but it's Mm -hmm. partly his fault. And I like he's a really thoughtful guy. So it's not surprising that if he keeps getting hit, he's just gonna give this he doesn't need football.
0: Yeah, he went to Stanford. Um, And so the second part of this retirement thing is that the news breaks while he is standing on the sidelines at a preseason game. He... You know, he can't play because right now he's got an ankle injury or something that he has to battle through. I hate that expression, but that's what people say. So he's standing on the sidelines, people's phones, you know, probably start going off. And he gets booed as he's leaving because the stadium full of people, one, are probably not sure how to react to this. But two, when they were not sure how to react to this, went for the worst Possible reaction was just to think that he had somehow let them down and that he owed them more. It's shameful.
1: I like, I love my sports teams and I have my favorite guys, but like, I don't think I could boo somebody like in the middle, even if I'm at a game and I find out like, yeah, I, I like that's just not me. And then, especially if you think about the sport they play, and I think this is where like fans start to look at players like you know they own them or you know they're their property and it's like yo these are human beings if -hmm. if they didn't play a sport or if they're a regular person like you wouldn't boo a man for retiring at 20 years 20 what is he 29 Mm -hmm. 29 from a a regular job or like if he was to get cut or fired like you wouldn't boo the team team. so why are you gonna boo this man because He said, you know what, my body can't take this anymore.
0: Right. Well, there is definitely a sense of entitlement that fans feel. There is kind of this dehumanizing factor with how fans look at players on the field anyway, right, as just uh, props for their enjoyment, uh, um, which makes them less person and more of a thing. Uh, But there's also this sense of entitlement, like you owe me something, that because I am a fan and because I've been a fan for so long, You owe it to me or the team or the city to sacrifice your well-being, your body, your health and your safety for this one arbitrary goal. Yeah. And that, I think, is really, really pervasive in lots of fandoms, not just not just football, but pretty much any sport.
2: And you brought up the ankle injury and that he's still hurt. It's not like he's retiring. healthy. Like and this ankle injury has persisted since March. And it just hasn't healed. Right. There's no, like, they don't even have answers to that. They don't know why it's not healing. Yeah. And it's just not healing. So it makes sense that he's going to stop playing. He can't even play right now if he wanted to. And, like, just last year, because of the shoulder, there was questions about whether he'd ever play again last year. Right. And this is an entirely new, mysterious injury.
0: Right. Like, after
2: a while, you're just going to be like, I'm tired of this.
0: Right, right. Your body physically cannot sustain playing this game. Um, Sorry, you wanted to say something.
1: So, my thing is, when Gronk retired at the Super Bowl, like, people I, – I didn't see a lot of people questioning him and right. why he was doing and, like, calling him out for it. So, it's like, why does Gronk get the pass when, you know, Gronk probably had more – would you say more serious injuries? Yeah. But it's still, like, he's 29 years old. Right. Like, you look at Gronk the same way you should look at uh Luck and be like, all right, I get it. These guys are, are just damaged.
0: I think there's a couple of different things. The One, timing matters. The timing matters. But Gronk has won a couple of Super Bowls. And he definitely, while he was very important to the Patriots, he is not their quarterback. And the quarterback is the figurehead. Regardless of whether or not he's the most valuable person on the team, he's definitely the, the figurehead. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the timing of it matters, You know, Andrew Luck quit right before the start of the season, not after he'd already taken them to a Super Bowl.
1: Hot
2: take Hamill saying Andrew Luck quit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I got a question for y'all. How did y'all like the fact that the news was broken from Adam Schefter and Luck didn't get a chance to say it himself? Because I've seen a lot of people mad at Adam Schefter, but I'm like, that's the industry he works
2: in. Yeah, I have no problem with that. That's his job. Yeah. If someone's going to leak that information to him, then he's gonna report it why wouldn't he This yeah. that's his job ESPN pays him millions of dollars to do that that's page views <laughs> right. well, I mean,
0: yeah I mean he just put it out on Twitter they didn't even there was not even a story about it I mm, I'm a little I'm a little I'm more ambivalent about it like I think that to a degree, you have to take somebody's, like, livelihood into consideration, but this is not the same thing as, like, violating somebody's privacy, right? Like, if, if like, you were sitting on a story that was, like, well, XYZ player um, had, like, a family issue or some other thing that was not relevant to the game, then I think it's out of line to kind of leak that news when they don't want it leaked. But I think that if it's, I mean, it's the business, then I think it's fine. Like, there's no
2: stakes. It'd be like... yeah. Like if he had if this was like 1993 or whatever, when Magic Johnson revealed he had HIV, if you like leak that, yeah. that, that would be That's awful. Terrible. Exactly.
0: Like that is like violating privacy rights. Right. Yeah, yeah. So breaking, like something breaking. like that is terrible. But this, I think, is fine. Right. Um, but yeah, so the, the reaction, we're going back to the Gronk thing. There is a small but vocal corner of sports media and fandom that kind of went after luck i definitely think that that was not the majority of the reaction right i think that there was a lot a minor faction that like called him a quitter said that he owed it to the city um that you know now is the time to gut it out
2: right and i think there is some like resentment towards luck because he has been this hyped up guy since he's been in college and I think people get tired of that, no matter who it is. Like, we saw it with LeBron, too. Like, there are people that don't like LeBron just because he was hyped up when he was in high school. Like, Skip Bayless is probably like that. So yeah. I think that played a part mm-hmm. into it because he's been handed all these accolades. Like, everyone was like, he's going to be the best quarterback. He's mm-hmm. the best prospect ever. Mm-hmm. And then he just retires suddenly. And for, like, a guy, Dan Dockich is one of the guys that was vocal about Luck retiring. And that was kind of his point. He was like, you've been handed all of this stuff. And, like, yeah, you have injuries, but all athletes have injuries, and we just play through it. Yeah. The difference is that, I mean, yeah, you play through it. You deserve a pat on the back. But that doesn't mean we should con- condemn those that don't.
0: Yeah. I mean, retiring at 29 with millions is the f- is the dream. That's what everybody wants to do. <laughs>
1: I mean, especially you think about, like, the position he played. Only thing he could possibly do is make himself worse in the future. Because – like, the man was pissing blood at one point in his career. Yeah. The man only played six seasons. Like, like, if I'm urinating blood coming, I'm like, yo, I need to reevaluate my life decisions. Like, all right, I got a couple million. I know I ain't got all the money that I made, but, like, maybe I don't need to be doing this right now.
0: And this is exactly my point. Like, there has to be a point where you say, you know what? I'm going to tap out.
1: Like, Deshaun Watson, at one point he couldn't fly on a plane because they were like, yes. the man might die.
0: And then, and because he couldn't fly, he'd bust.
1: Yeah, twelve hours. I yeah. think.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's just dumb. Like you're twenty nine and you have tens of millions of dollars. Like I want to, I'd be happy to retire at fifty with like a thousand dollars, without if it doesn't involve peeing blood.
0: I I like that Stephen's bar is so low. Um, but yeah. So the larger trend here, obviously, is. That we are seeing more athletes talk openly about the physical toll that playing sports can take. Andrew Luck being the most recent high-profile example, which I think is an incredible thing. I think it's really good. We see a lot of stories about ex-athletes coming out and talking about how injuries have affected them, about CTE, but very little from actual players. Um and physical strength and stuff, especially in hockey, tends to get mythologized, right? Like, you get players being like, oh, I'm so tough. I played with a broken leg. It, that's not good. You should not do that.
1: Yeah. Like I, like, I know in college when I was hurt, like, I was like, yo, don't play me. Don't touch me. Don't, like, yeah. don't have me make my injury worse if yeah. y'all are not going to take care of me. Because at the end of the day, like, I'm not a pro, Yeah, I'm going to have to pay for this out of pocket.
0: So and the one thing that we haven't actually touched on in this is that we focused a lot on luck's physical state. And but he also brought out his mental state. Like he said that football put him in a really, really bad place. Like he was mentally not prepared to go back out there. He did not want to do it. And that's another thing that doesn't get addressed. And this is what Gronk, this is why I want to bring up Gronk. Like he talked about this, too. This was during a press conference that kind of announced his CBD oil partnership or something um but he said that uh, his body feels fine now but mentally he does not want to he's not prepared to go back to playing football because he just doesn't want to deal with like the emotional weight of the injuries and and everything else so this is the first time that two players back to back in kind of recent succession have talked about this
1: and you saw how emotional grunk talking about it like he was like you know this is the game i loved growing up but came to the point where, like, I just didn't want to be involved with it.
0: Yeah. No, I I do. I think it's good.
2: Gronk's not doing CBD. He's doing the real thing. (laughs) (laughs) He's got some THC in
1: there. He was Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I'm calling him on that one.
0: All right. Let's move on to the beef that almost was, the beef that got squashed.
1: Can we call this the impossible beef?
0: The impossible beef. Why? Like the impossible Whopper from Burger King?
1: (laughs) It's it's, it's fake.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> it's fake. <laughs> yeah, but have we yeah. ever like
2: covered a beef that like where the two people beefing joined forces to beef to beef else? with
0: somebody?
1: Else.
0: All right, somebody explain the beef, Evan.
1: All right, so Kobe was on this uh, like interview. I don't know what the company was, but they had a whole lot of transformers behind them, and basically brought up a story where like he felt that if Shaq was to play with the focus and work out with the mindset he had. They could have won 12 championships. And it's kind of old because I feel like Kobe's been saying this for the longest. And so it got out, and a lot of people wrote about it. This, that, and the third. Shaq responds in an Instagram comment and was like, we could have won more if you passed the ball in the Piston Series. <laughs> Did somebody <laughs> brought up the stats? And Kobe took a lot of shots. And so it went to Twitter, and Kobe was basically like, you know, everybody trying to make me against Shaq. That's my boy, blah, blah, blah. And then Shaq retweeted and was like, so y'all thought you was talking about Dwight. And so their feud was over with. And now two Laker legends are attacking the new Lakers center. Uh, True,
0: But yeah, this is like a beef that uh, is more of a weak grudge.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a weak grudge. I think it's like a dormant. Grudge, he
1: was really heated at one point. Yeah, it's a it's a beef that was about to be really good, mm-hmm. almost turned really bad. But then mm-hmm. they put a new patty on and was like, we changed it up. We're about to have double beef.
0: It's like their PR people got involved and were like, please don't do this. <laughs>
1: like, hey, let's not direct this anger towards Shaq. Let's go at Dwight. Nobody likes Dwight. Who? <laughs> Did Dwight respond? I think he. I didn't see. I saw that somebody said he responded. That's probably some corny joke. Then Shaq Heck came. I was like, you know, I'm not against the white. I want him to channel his anger and go win a championship for the Lakers.
0: All right, we We're ready to move on? Let's move on to our last and final podcast segment. Not sports, but whatever.
1: Dun dun dun.
0: Evan is the resident Batman fan in the room, so I will give i will let him talk about his reactions to the joker trailer that was released earlier this week starring mr joaquin phoenix
1: i'm not a fan really Mm. i am batman (laughs) (laughs) oh that boy cold as ice okay so i'm i was already excited for this movie and i think what pushed me over the edge is that this has no real connection to a superhero movie, Mm -hmm. like this doesn't look like The Avengers, Mm -hmm. doesn't look like Justice League. Mm -hmm. It reminds you of The Dark Knight, Mm -hmm. but- But like
0: 10 times darker.
1: 10 times darker, and I feel like we're really about to get the first like somewhat true adaptation of a a history on the Joker.
0: Do you have you, are you like a comic book fan? Yes. So you know what- is there like a joker backstory that is canon? So they
1: you have several attempts at it. I mean, the killing joke might be the closest one that mm-hmm. comes to this and it's like, oh, he was a comedian, wasn't funny. But on this one, he did a job that didn't turn out right and Batman found him and tried to stop him. He dropped into Ace Chemicals and then that's how he became a Joker. So I don't think this one's gonna follow that storyline mm-hmm. so well, but it's it's probably like the first true attempt of like giving Mm -hmm. him a backstory, giving Mm -hmm. him a a true name. So, I like it. I did not. Oh, God. Why?
0: It just looks weird. Like, it looks like misery porn, but for superheroes.
1: It's not a superhero movie, though.
0: It's not a superhero movie. It's basically, the trailer makes it look like the Joker as an antihero, and I'm not real ready to dive into that. Like, here is I mean, to be perfectly honest, like here is a story of another white man who has been so aggrieved by society's injustices, even though he's had every privilege that he decides to take it out on the rest of the world. I am not really buying Whoa. into that. <laughs> I
1: want you to have that same energy for every Marvel movie that comes out.
2: <laughs> I disagree with Hemel. Not for I think that's a, actually a valid point that I hadn't considered, but I think it's going to be good. Like the best villains in these movies are the ones that have like a backstory and that are like anti-heroes like yeah i'd say black panther was good because of that
0: right black panther was really good because of that
2: not just like some purple guy that
0: right no i agree like to kill everyone but but this is i'm not sure i'm ready to buy this mainly because of the race thing
1: so if it was black joker you would watch it
0: yeah because he has a legitimate beef
1: if a black man was killing people they wouldn't let him exactly get this much. that's right wouldn't they wouldn't get this far
0: yeah like give me somebody who might have a legitimate grievance and then let me buy into it but right now i'm not sure if it's just that people were mean to him i
1: i don't buy it i'm all in you can't change my opinion <laughs> i'm was was pro-bullying <laughs> <laughs> this is a pro-bully podcast so are you gonna at least watch it
0: uh i don't know it depends on if my movie passes back on or not
1: Joaquin Phoenix
2: is a good actor. It's gonna be a good
0: movie. Yes. Yeah,
1: this will at least be like I, I could say it could be uh award nominated.
0: For the purposes of this podcast, I will watch The Joker if Evan watches Little Women.
1: But first of all, I had to watch uh what's the, the one The Stars Born. I watched The Stars Born. Oh, that's right.
0: I owe you. All right. You
1: owe you owe us. I
0: owe both of you. All right. Uh, that's it for us this week. Thank you guys for hanging out and listening to us. As always, please remember to rate and review us on your podcast listening app of your choice uh we will be back next week thanks guys